you've probably heard by now, but looks like DeSantis is going to be doing a Twitter Spaces call tomorrow with Elon Musk to announce his presidency. Hey, should be interesting. Should be interesting. I'll be talking about that more in tomorrow's stream because today's kind of a special Tuesday stream I missed last night. So here we are, short stream tonight. Appreciate all you guys for tuning in on this impromptu broadcast. Um, we're going to be going through some news on Ukraine. Looks like they're getting F-16s. We got that multi-billion dollar accounting error from the Pentagon. Another accounting error, right? Flashback to the day before 9-11 with Donald Rumsfeld. What else we got? Uh, Target getting exposed. Their whole... I mean, they're getting Budweiser themselves. All these companies, man, it's crazy. Adidas, Ford, Bud Light. What else? Now Target. It's worse than we thought with Target, though, because the artist that they commissioned to make the transgender rainbow clothes for Target, which a lot of those clothes are in the freaking kids section of all places, people were scrubbing through that guy's Instagram account and found a bunch of photos of him making Baphomet artwork, devil horns and stuff, praising Satan in the same vein of his transgender clothes. So now now Target had some emergency meeting between their executives, and they're trying to roll back a bunch of these transgender clothes before they get too canceled. (laughs) I don't know, man. Got to get that good CEI score. Who cares about sales? Who cares about appeasing the customer base? It's all about the good ESG CEI score. That's right. Economic extortion from BlackRock and Vanguard. Think about it. That, that's what it is. It's probably really what it is. The money they lose in boycotts probably pales in comparison to the extortion from these investment companies like BlackRock. That's why, that's why Bud Light, Adidas, Nike, oh yeah, that's right, Nike too, right? Having Dylan Mulvaney market their women's sports bras for him. Nike, Ford, Target. They really want to appease their big-time, multi-billion, trillion-dollar investors like BlackRock. So that's why they're going the they're going the inclusion route. Which, all right, whatever. Budweiser yourselves. Good luck. Uh, we're gonna talk about a bunch of other stuff too. Oh, I want to touch on that U-Haul truck that smashed into the White House security barrier this morning. Because the whole, they're trying to say it was some neo-Nazi guy. But when you look at his face, and when you look at his name, doesn't exactly look like a neo-Nazi. It's it's some Indian guy. Some 19-year-old Indian guy. So they say. So they say. And that photo op with the Nazi flag on the ground next to the U-Haul truck, how it was laid out just perfectly to get a photo of. I mean, it's stupid. All right, guys, what up from Boston? Hey, Boston, glad to have you here. What's up, Tracy? What's up, Jeff? What's up, Rick? Appreciate you guys and all the Foxhole fam in here. For you guys watching on Foxhole and DLive, thank you all for tuning in. Okay, let's dive into it for the Tuesday stream. Uh, quick word from today's sponsor, though, Virtual Shield. Whether you're trying to surf 
websites that are blocked in your area. Keep your data safe and encrypted when you're surfing the web or block the prying eyes from Gumberment and websites from tracking your internet usage. A virtual private network is going to help you do all those things. Virtual Shield is an awesome VPN service for super cheap. Using the link in the description underneath this video will help you get two years of Virtual Shield's VPN for just over three bucks a month, about $3.50 a month. Super cheap, super easy to use. You just download the apps on whatever device you're using, your phone, tablet, computer, log right in, scrambles your IP address, encrypts your data. Super, super good to have surfing the web these days. Highly recommend them. Go check them out. And then also, guys, I got added, thanks, Elon, onto Twitter's uh, subscription platform thingy. I got approved, so you can now um, subscribe to my Twitter for just 3 bucks a month, and you'll get access to... I'm going to start make ex making exclusive tweets, posting, um, you know, you can have conversations with me in the, I guess, subscribers area of my Twitter account. Gonna post, I don't know, behind the scenes stuff, vlog type content, deeper digs in news stories, stuff like that. So if you wanna go uh, support via Twitter and get access to that, there's that little subscribe button right there on uh, Mia Profile. So go check that out as well. First story, that U-Haul truck crashing into the barrier near the White House. Let's see if NBC, there it is. That's what I'm talking about. They say he had a Nazi flag. And my gosh, we got the U-Haul crashing into the barrier, saving you money on gas. Not in Biden's administration. And that, I mean, man, that is folded like a bed sheet. Look at that. Perfectly splayed out on the ground there. Just perfectly for the photo op. Something's, something's weird about that, man. Something's weird about that. And then when you look at this guy's name... That's his name. Sai Varshith Kandula. Sounds like a freaking Star Wars character. He's a 19-year-old Indian guy. Of course, the fake news media calls him a Missouri man. No mention of ethnicity. But he was arrested, charged for threatening to kill, kidnap and harm the president and vice president. Yeah, good luck in a U-Haul truck, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, something's weird with this, man. Something's definitely up with this, but it reminds me a lot of that Texas mall shooting from three weeks ago, where they told us it was a neo-Nazi white supremacist that shot up that mall in Texas. Meanwhile, it looked like he was affiliated with some Mexican gangs, the tattoos that people were finding on this guy's hand. And then he was also a uh, Mexican of Mexican ethnicity. His name was something Martinez Garcia. Yeah, real neo-Nazi there. <laughs> Same with this. I'm sure. I'm sure this guy was a neo-Nazi. So, man, these the CIA, let's just say, they're getting real sloppy with their false flags. <laughs> and real sloppy with the narratives that they're pumping out to their controlled media chat says did i see the video only like two miles an hour over the curb no i didn't see the video but i wouldn't doubt it 
Ghost riding the whip over the curb, going two miles an hour. Giving him enough time to jump out of that U-Haul and perfectly fold his neo-Nazi flag right there on the sidewalk. For the mainstream media cameras to come in and get a photo with. Yep. I call bullshit on that. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Next story. Rest in peace to Dr. Rashid Batar. Rest in peace to him. Passed away over the weekend. Uh, he was only 57 years old, but apparently he was in some deteriorating health. His family put out a statement. Didn't list the cause of death in the statement, but apparently he was surrounded by his family. Um, he had, let's see. A week or two ago, he had done an interview where he talked about getting poisoned a year or two ago. He, he claimed he had gotten poisoned. So, are there mysterious circumstances surrounding his death? On one hand, yes. On the other hand, you know, it's, it's, it's odd. Something about it does seem odd, but I'd, I wouldn't go full bore conspiracy on it. But regardless, rest in peace to Batar. Trump's Truth Social, which, speaking of Truth Social, I don't know what's going on today. Yeah, chat right here. I'm going to reference the chat. Some people got banned on True Social. A lot of people. We're talking dozens and dozens of accounts I'm seeing just banned out of nowhere. My guess is that we either have a rogue employee or True Social or the company that True Social contracts to to run their content moderation services, which is a company called Hive, hive.ai. Let me see if I can pull up their website here real quick. Um, so Hive does, is this it? Yeah, this is the company that runs, is that it? No, I think I had the wrong one. Give me a sec. Yeah, this might be it. I think this is the website. It's called Hive that runs the content moderation services for True Social. They they run content moderation services for a lot of different apps and online platforms. Uh, my guess is that something was going wrong with this website. Glitch, maybe a glitch, maybe a rogue employee at Hive going after True Social. Something's up. Um, I would imagine you're probably going to get your account back got two people three people in the chat saying they all got banned up true social today something's up on true social i think they're getting attacked i would imagine you're gonna get your accounts back so but hey maybe it's retaliation maybe true social is getting hacked or targeted in retaliation for this because true social is suing the washington post and it actually looks like they have a decent case a decent defamation lawsuit case against the washington post granted true social suing them for 3.7 billion dollars <laughs> 3.78 billion Woo! hey go for it and the washington post is basically a de facto cia media outlet so it might even be the cia hacking or attacking true social 
causing them uh, moderation problems today, but it looks like the article in question that defamed Truth Social is this one right here, calling this trust that's investing in True Social being linked to some pornography bank, something or other, I don't know, freaking Washington Post paywall, I'm not gonna pay for that garbage. Headline says, trust linked to porn-friendly bank could gain a stake in Trump's true social. That was the headline of the Washington Post article in question that Trump's company is saying defamed true social. Looks like they have a case. I don't know if they're going to get $3 billion out of it, but shoot for the moon and hope for a good settlement, right? So there's that. Speaking of <laughs> settlement, Dominion. Voting systems, gotta love this article that Time Magazine, Time Magazine. You are fake news. Ran over the weekend. Uh, it's a piece on Dominion voting systems and Dominion CEO is whining and bitching and complaining in this saying that, oh, our company is gonna go out of business. Dominion CEO predicts business ultimately goes to zero because of 2020 election lies. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> and it even says within the first paragraph, even though Fox News agreed to pay Dominion almost $800 million to settle a defamation lawsuit, Dominion Voting Systems is still going to lose their company even though they got $800 million? It, what? You got 800 mil, but you're saying your company's still going to go out of business? Something's not adding up there. <laughs> but that's pretty great. 2020 election lives. Going to end Dominion Voting Systems. Good. Learn to code, bitch. Learn to code a product that doesn't steal elections. Let me Let me clarify. What do we got next? Hillary Clinton yesterday admitting that age is an issue for Joe Biden in 2024. What's Joe Biden going to be, like 82 next year? 80-something? Old. He's going to be quite old and clearly mentally deteriorated beyond all regard. He's already there. What do you think he's going to be next year on the debate stage? Although Hillary Clinton still said people should vote for him. Vote for him regardless, even though Biden's advanced age is an issue. Eh, it's nothing a few few more facelifts and nootropic injections right into the jugular won't fix. There's only so much. So many drugs his brain can take. Satellite phones. Okay. Saw this story yesterday. Some people were tripping balls about it as if this was some massive story. Honestly, I think it's kind of a nothing burger, and I'll tell you why. Headline says, Senators issued satellite phones, offered demonstrations on upgraded security devices. Looks like the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms offered satellite phones to every single member of... of the Senate 
all 100 senators, only about 50 of them accepted it. So it wasn't given to everybody. Only about half the senators accepted the satellite phones. Quite frankly, part of me is surprised that this hasn't been a thing for a while. I'm surprised this didn't take effect years ago, that senators would get special satellite phones for contingency planning. I don't know. But, yeah, anyway, 50 senators issued satellite phones for emergency communication in case something happens and they need sat phones. Okay. Uh, I mean, that is a legitimate thing. That's why I'm saying I'm surprised this hadn't happened years ago. But, nevertheless, of course, people see a news story headline, they jump to left field with it and think, oh my god... What's this for? There's going to be some false flag, and senators need satellite phones because all the power's going to go out. Internet's going to go. EBS, that's a big one I saw. EBS! <laughs> Everybody was freaking out. Um, that's a good question in the chat. Are all 50 who took it Democrats or Republicans? False flag prep? Nah, I think it's a nothing burger, honestly, guys. Uh, but that is a good question about the partisan nature of who took the phones and who didn't. One take I saw was people suggesting this was some sort of spy op. Like, oh, yeah, take the satellite phone so we can spy on all you guys in the Senate. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was voluntary, though. It was voluntary, so... I think if it was... I think if there was more to the story, it would not have been voluntary, and all 100 senators would have took the sat phones. But just given the fact it was voluntary, then I'm like, eh. eh. And yeah, they should have had this years ago. Shoot. A lot of them probably already had sat phones. Let's be honest. Okay, so this AI, man, the way AI is faking photos and faking even voices now. People's voices are getting faked. And those with a lack of digital and social media literacy, they're falling for it. They're falling for it hard. Looks like the stock market fell for it yesterday. So we had a fake image of the Pentagon getting exploded. Here's the image that went around. And it looks like even uh, Zero Hedge fell for it real quick. And then Russia Today, those two new outlet news outlets, fell for it real quick, retweeted it, but quickly unretweeted it once they realized it was fake as crap. But there was a brief 30-minute span in the stock market after this image started circulating around where the stock market fell by like 1% which is quite a bit in the span of 30 minutes. For you crypto fiends out there, that could be like two seconds with Bitcoin or some shitcoin. But in terms of the S&P 500, eh. So, yeah. Fake image making stonks go crazy. That's funny. A lot of people fell for it, though. And that's just a drop in the bucket of the fake shit people fall for in social media, isn't it? Isn't it? Just one example, though. So be careful out there, everybody.
especially when it comes to this AI stuff. What do we got next? Ukraine. News reporting that Ukraine's going to get armed with F-16s. Which they've been whining and complaining for, Zelensky has, for a while now. We want jets. Well, a senior Biden administration official said that there's a long-term effort to strengthen the country's security, and that might include F-16 jets. The timing for when Ukraine will receive the jets remains unclear. Could be months out, but hey, it might happen. Might happen. Then Joe Biden was in Japan over the weekend at the G7 summit and brushing off, completely brushing off comments asking about the escalation of war with Russia. Biden basically taunting Russia when asked about war escalation. So she, she's getting a little sticky. I mean, heck, is this what those satellite phones are for? Some EMP? Nah, I, I'm really not worried about... It's good to be mindful of, don't get me wrong, but, you know, it's good to be prepared. I do not think it's going to get to that point. I don't. Um, but good to be prepared. Food, water, brass tools and books don't underestimate books paper books not shit on a pdf drive or uh thumb drive pdfs flash drive or anything but i'm talking books with information in them that you can reference uh what do we got next three billion dollar accounting error means pentagon can send more weapons to ukraine what Oh, the Pentagon overestimated the value of the weapons it sent to Ukraine by $3 billion. Which means they can now give them more. Frankly, part of me is surprised that they admitted this accounting error and didn't pocket that $3 billion elsewhere. But, looks like they are pocketing that $3 billion elsewhere. Raytheon, Lockheed Martin... Northrop Grumman jumping up and down. Oh, great. We can produce three billion more weapons and you'll just send it right over? Great. We'll start firing up the machines to make those missiles. Insanity. And then also, we've got this curious case of the commander-in-chief of the Ukrainian army not being seen in weeks. His name is uh, Zaluzny. <laughs> Zaluzny, Zelensky, Zahowski, Zawetsky. Where is Zaluzny? Ukrainian commander-in-chief is MIA. Hasn't been seen in weeks. Russian sources suggest he may have been injured in a big bombardment that happened recently. Uh, Kiev, Ukraine, is without its main general ahead of a big hyped counteroffensive that Ukraine is going to conduct because yes who cares about element of surprise when it comes to warfare let's tell everybody about a big counteroffensive that we're planning against Russia i'm sure that nothing can go wrong doing that in fact you guys hear this recent story 
like a couple of days ago. The media was hyping it as like a few dozen Ukrainian soldiers dressing up as Russians, moving into the Russian flanks and having some success in their infiltration, something or other. That's what the media was saying, is that it was a big successful infiltration operation that these Ukrainians dressed up as Russians. I've also seen reports countering that narrative, saying that it was a complete failure, that most of these Ukrainians got found out, some of them got killed, and it was a just miserable failure of an operation. <laughs> What's the truth on that? I don't know. Probably somewhere in the middle. I would think it was probably a freaking failure. So yeah, nothing is what it seems over there in Ukraine, as we all know. And one last story on this. The Times, out of London, big UK newspaper, one of their main, one of their main fake news newspapers. The Times ran this report about German investigators believing that Ukraine blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. It was Ukraine. Yeah, uh, remember a few months ago when Seymour Hirsch ran his substack that pinned the blame on Biden and the CIA for blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. And then a couple weeks later, the New York Times, the New York Times, the same day as a major German newspaper, both ran stories basically trying to debunk that. And they pinned the blame on these Ukrainians. It was really, it was a really pathetic misdirection attempt from the New York Times and this big German newspaper. So when I see fake London news trying to say, oh, German investigators say it was Ukraine. That says to me more misdirection. And also these Germans are real, they appear to be real nervous about linking the Nord Stream blow up to anybody else. Um, it, I mean, shoot. It's probably the CIA. We're not stupid. Biden and the CIA. Maybe there were elements of German sleeper cells or special forces that were involved in that too. And that's why it's US media and German media who are so desperate as to not call it anything else but some Ukraine group. Super sketchy. Super sketchy narratives they're putting out. All right. Have you heard about this? Maybe you have. 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate goes missing on a train that was going from Wyoming to California. 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate. For context, ammonium nitrate is highly explosive. A lot of terrorists around the world use it in their terrorist stuff remember that big bomb that blew up in beirut a couple of years ago back in 2020 the huge explosion that was ammonium nitrate granted uh 60 000 pounds is what 20 30 tons 30 tons of ammonium nitrate i think it was like 2,000 tons that blew up in beirut so far more this amount of ammonium nitrate is not going to make any kind of explosion that, that large. 
And here's the thing. Some of these officials, the, the company that oversees this train said that the rail car was sealed when it left Wyoming and the seals were still intact in California. So it probably leaked out. Again, this is something else that some of them conspiracy clickbaiters are pumping the fear porn with, acting like, oh, there's going to be a big false flag. They're even trying to connect this story with the satellite phone story and say, oh, the deep state's going to pull a big false flag explosion with all this, and that's why the senators have the satellite phones. Honestly, I think it just leaked out. I do not think the stories are connected, and I don't expect anything to come from this. Granted, yes, playing devil's advocate, this detail about the rail car being sealed when it left, sealed when it got there, could that be some cover, cover narrative, cover story? Sure, yeah, but honestly, um, I could see that being the case, and this stuff just leaked out, but anyway, just wanted to make note of that and put my thoughts out there on it um what's next border border crisis big problems uh biden to end familial dna testing at the border which is a big problem because that's one of the main ways they were eradicating the human trafficking component this is from john solomon at just the news reports indicate as many as one in three Illegal immigrant adults suspected of bringing children who weren't their own turned out not to be related to them. So a third, 33% of illegal immigrant adults with kids, the kids weren't theirs. And this DNA testing they do is a crucial way that Border Patrol helps to, you know, figure out if they are or they aren't related to their the adults they're with, these kids. If Biden ends that, that's going to be a big problem. No shit. Um, and then, okay, onward from that story. More Wall Street Journal Epstein leaks. It's about three weeks in a row now. Three weeks in a row where the Wall Street Journal on Sundays, this has been their Sunday exclusive they've been putting out, is more details on Epstein. So they got those private schedules a few weeks ago. Two weeks ago, it was more details on those private schedules. Now they're they're highlighting boner killer Bill Gates. Bill Gates, the boner killer. The genetic engineer himself. Bill Gates. Can't genetically engineer that beer gut off himself, though. So the headline with this one is that Epstein appeared to threaten Bill Gates over Bill Gates' affair with a Russian bridge player. Bill Gates has a thing for Russian chicks that play board games, apparently. That's the real Russia collusion. Gotcha. So, yeah. And Bill Gates met with Epstein not one time, like he claims, but many times, at least like a dozen dinners, at least, probably a lot more. 
There's rumors that Bill Gates took the Lolita Express plane to Jeffrey Epstein's private island maybe numerous times. Those are still rumors at this point. I haven't seen much to uh, verify those, but uh, probably, right? Probably. Bill Gates blackmailed by Epstein over his affair. Oof. Let's be real. He's probably blackmailed over much more than that. Much more than that. Good luck getting out of this one, Big Belly Billy. What do we got next? RFK Jr. debating Crystal Ball. That's her name. It's not a Crystal Ball. Her name is Crystal Ball. She runs this podcast called Breaking Points with... uh, a dude named Sajar Jetty. I think that's his name. Sajar Jetty. Crystal Ball. Crystal used to work for uh, NBC. And I think Sajar, Sagar, Sagar, Sajar, used to work for The Hill, I think he wrote for. Anyway, they claim to, ha- to run this independent podcast. Oh, we broke free from the mainstream media. We're independent and all that. I've seen and heard these folks promote so much mainstream media talking point trash. I don't know. But this uh, this chick really just shills, completely shills all the big pharma talking points about vaccines in this one. And I'm going to play the first minute because that's about all I can stand about it. Oh, it gets rough. So let me ask you about vaccines. This is an area where you and I have um, significant differences. And, you know, just to level with you on this, like a lot of what you say, I really respond to. I think you're a very genuine person. But the across the board, um, whether you want to call it vaccine skepticism or anti-vax advocacy, which has been a central part of what you've been up to for the past number of years, for me personally, it's a it's an issue and it's a it's a real sort of red line. And I know I'm not alone in that, especially running in a Democratic primary. There are going to be other millions of people like me who have similar concerns. So how how do you win them over? What's your message to people who think like I do? Well, but just tell me, um, tell me where you think I got it wrong. Well, I think you get it wrong when you draw a uh, correlation between the rise of things like autism and the introduction of vaccines when there isn't hard scientific evidence tying those things together. How do you know, let let me ask you this, how do you know there's not a hard scientific evidence? It's It's like critical thinking 101. When you're injecting heavy metal based preservatives, whether it's mercury or aluminum or polysorbate 80, whatever the case, when you're injecting this shit right into not just even a developing baby's bloodstream, but in many cases, the pregnant mother's bloodstream when the womb is developing in their body and then the child is birthed and then they want to inject the kid with, what, 70 doses of shots in the first 18 years of their life, 70 plus. It doesn't take a freaking rocket scientist to think, oh, hey, maybe there's some neurological issues being caused by all these freaking injections especially injections that have mercury and or aluminum in them. And hey, oh, let's look at the stats from 1970, 1960s, 70s, when we gave kids no vaccines or three. 
And now here we are in the 2020s when we give them 70 to 80 doses when they're when they're kids and teens. Oh, huh. And look at all these brain issues that are just spiking dramatically, exponentially. Wow, maybe these vaccines are one of the causes, not the only cause, but one of the main causes of things like mass ADD, ADHD, autism, spectrum, whatever they call it, autism spectrum disorders. Huh. Crystal ball. Well, because the one major study that purported to show that was retracted and the scientist who conducted it was, um, you know, had to, was uh, what you're doing now, basically Crystal. fraudulently created. Listen, uh, I don't, no, 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 wait, wait, on, on, but I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get in a debate with you about this because you've spent your life pulling out this study. Now. I will tell you, <laughs> here's where I disagree with you, but I don't want to get into a debate about it. That's not debate. Oh, I don't want to get destroyed. I just want to put out there my, my opinion. Oh, man. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Number one bullshit chick. I I let you, me just tell you. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Let me just tell you. I'm not I've listened to hours of interviews with you with an, yeah. an open mind. And Obviously I'm not, not persuaded. Now, maybe I'm wrong. That's possible. I'll hold it out there. People can watch. I thought Megyn Kelly did a phenomenal interview you with wrong. you that went through all these claims piece by piece by piece. I really encourage people to watch that whole exchange because we won't be able to do it justice here in the five minutes we have left. Yes, only watch the exchange that backs up my points. I'm open-minded. I'm open-minded. I could be wrong. But what you need to do is only watch the exchange with Megyn Kelly that backs up all of my pre-existing beliefs. <laughs> but there are going to be people like me who aren't persuaded and who see this as an issue. And the fact just that it's no been mind. such a central part of your advocacy means I can't just sort of put it to the side and say, oh, well, I'll just ignore, you know, this piece that's been really important to you in your life. So you're running in a Democratic primary. You have a lot of people who feel even more strongly than me who think that, you know, Dr. Fauci is a, a hero in all of these things. How are you going to persuade them? How Wait, are you going to reach them? Said? And what is your message to them? Well, um, first of all, I'm not leading with, you know, my opinions about vaccines. But mm -hmm. What I say to people is show me where I got it wrong. Show me that where right? I got it Show me. These comments are great. This is exactly what's wrong with journalism. Thanks again, Crystal, for showing us how crappy it is. <laughs> you can take Crystal out of MSNBC, but you can't take the MSNBC out of Crystal. <laughs> You're wrong. How am I wrong? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, it's great. She got roasted. I'm surprised they didn't turn the comments off into this video. So anyway, gotta say, man, I'm, I'm voting Trump, but I do like RFK Jr. For the majority part. All right, what's next? New York City. What a shithole that that's turned out to be. Um, so many migrants coming over that they're going to New York City that was once a sanctuary city. And now even the New York City mayor is trying to send migrants elsewhere. Because I think they're paying, oh, $5 million a day to house and feed illegal immigrants. 
Let's do some mathematics on that. Five million per day. Two billion a year? Is that it? I don't know. My phone can't even handle a number that high. Crazy. They've already spent a billion dollars on all the migrants coming into their city. And then New York's crackdown on shoplifting will make it easier to be a first-time offender. Their plan, get this, is to have kiosks in malls as an intervention program. They hope, it's like social services in malls. They hope that shoplifters will feel bad about shoplifting. They'll put down the item and then they'll check themselves into a kiosk, conveniently located right there in the mall. <laughs> Even retired NYPD police chiefs are laughing at this, of what a joke it friggin' is. And it's all the New York City mayor. Same dude, Eric Adams. Good job. De-escalation de training for retail employees. Install kiosks in stores to connect would-be thieves with social service programs. Good luck. Good friggin' luck. It's going to turn out like Portland and San Francisco where you have these big, huge retailers leaving the city because they're just getting... So many people are shop shoplifting. And also, no one's going to the stores on foot because of how dangerous the inner cities have become. Downtown areas. Uh, shoplifters going to kiosks. That's great. All right. A little bit on the ATF here. Yet another three-letter agency that's freaking garbage. The FBI gets a lot of heat these days, but the ATF is just as retarded. So the pistol brace ban is going to take effect in about a week. And that could very possibly turn... Tens of millions of gun owners into felons overnight just because they have this little piece of plastic on the end of their pistol. It's called a pistol stabilizing brace in the ATF, which remember the ATF has no authority to make laws. That is Congress's job. But what the ATF does is that they create arbitrary rules and then enforce the rules that they themselves create. Get Ruminate on that one. They have no constitutional authority to create laws, but they will create rules and then enforce those rules highly unconstitutional. So, yes, um, much of the firearm industry is very upset at the ATF, and I'm sure there will be a lot of boating accidents in the coming weeks where people lose things it's crazy um although some good news today the fifth circuit court of appeals which is based um i think it's texas louisiana and mississippi i think that's the fifth circuit uh they partially blocked the atf's pistol brace rule this is not for the whole country though um but this could be the f getting the snowball rolling for other courts to jump in and file injunctions and try to st um, 
combat the ETF over this, basically. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, um, you know, this kid, this could, if another, from what I was told today, from what I understand, if another circuit court of appeals files an injunction as well, this will get fast-tracked to the Supreme Court. And then the Supreme Court has a chance to do, you know, either drop the ball or rein in these agencies if it goes up to the Supreme Court. So, yep, ATF. Um, I was going to talk about this video of the World Economic Forum guy blaming QPOS on AI. I actually talked about this last week. I saw that the Gateway Pundit ran an article on this yesterday. They were a couple of days late. This video kind of went viral last week. I already talked about it, so I'm not going to feel the need to replay the whole video here. I think I discussed it on my Wednesday stream last week. But yeah, weird, creepy. I mean, he looks like a Bond villain, doesn't he? Looks like a freaking Bond villain. He's some Israeli professor, supposed intellectual guy from an Israeli university. I don't know. He's a World Economic Forum advisor. He was at this conference a few weeks ago talking about AI. Calls Q a cult. Says that Q drops are AI-driven and all this sort of stuff. I don't know. Um, idiot. Also, it was funny. Stu Peters was using this guy's video, this World Economic Forum advisor's video, to attack Q. <laughs> Good sourcing there, bro. Good job, Fed Boy Stu. Were you the one driving that U-Haul, Stu? Nah. Anyway. Unhinged climate activists dump black goo into historic Trevi Fountain in Rome. These climate crazies are getting nuts, man. They're all over. They're in Italy, Germany, the UK. Gotta be funded by Soros gotta be it's just what these climate crazies are doing is people are so fed up with their bullshit especially when they block the highways people now are just getting out of their cars and pushing them off the streets stop fossil fuels meanwhile their clothes probably made of petroleum byproducts the hair gel they use probably petroleum based the cars that they used to get to their protest, probably still running on gasoline. <laughs> the food they eat, the vegan food they eat, made by diesel running tractors. All right. Oh, a few more things. Uh, Target. Here's that creepy, satanic, transgender clothing artist guy. Target under fire for selling clothing made by creepy satanic transgender designer that promotes drugs and violence. Yep. So Target already facing calls for boycott over their tuck-friendly bathing suits and transgender children clothing. People dug into the brand called Ab Ab Abprilin. I don't know how to say that. That's the brand that was making the transgender clothes Target was selling. The brand was created by a biological woman who now identifies as a dude who uses the name Eric. 
So Erica here, um, that's him, her, him, her. Looks like still packing a package down under. Here's one of her shirts. Satan respects pronouns. Devil horns. Bro, is that a fake mustache? Does she get like hair transplants to give her a shitty 70s porn star mustache? Man, these people are just weird. Bro, what is up with these people? Uh, and then other artwork of hers also promoted violence against. Um, we bash back. Time's up for transphobes. Oh, dude, look at that. Creepy. Like, satanic bird mask thing. A guillotine? <laughs> Friggin' guillotine. Yo. Target. Don't shop at Target ever again. I haven't gone to Target in years. All their stuff is shitty made in China stuff anyway. Target's just turned into a bad smelling Kmart these days. Uh, let's see here. High school track star in California appears to give the thumbs down after she's pushed out of state championships by a transgender competitor. So it's this girl right here, the fourth place. Apparently the top three places in this meet all went on to state championships. The transgender athlete is number two in the green. So transgender athlete gets a top three finish, moves to state championships. This person came in fourth, doesn't move to state, and she appeared to give a thumbs down. Because dude that looks like a lady here got second. Um, yeah. I think there were even some protesters. Yeah, there were some protesters at this track meet, and they got kicked out by security. <laughs> Let's see. There's a video. Oh, here's a video of the transgender athlete. I just want to hear the voice. Come on, play it for me. Here at the NCSB Champions, and an impressive finish coming from fourth to second place in the final 100 meters of this NCS finals in the 1600 meter race. Athena, uh, it's been enough. I don't know, I wasn't expecting that. I've dropped like 17 seconds on my season best in the past two weeks. So, after That's last week, I didn't think I could run low fives again. I would just come here and try to break five, and I'm just glad I finished it out. Crazy. Oh yeah. How, how do you maintain that confidence? Equality, yay! Inclusion, yay! Destroy women's hopes and dreams! You better love it! Because inclusion! Dude. <laughs> I don't know how the hell this is even happening. How the hell this is acceptable. Seriously. insane okay um what do we got next all right florida
pissing off the NAACP and uh, the ACLU. This is great. So the NAACP issued a travel advisory to Florida warning African-Americans, black people, because obviously there are black people that aren't from America, right? Or aren't from Africa. Oh, what if you're a black person from Jamaica? They're still going to call you an African-American. <laughs> uh, um, I just, I don't, I don't get what the issue is in just calling somebody by their skin color. I'm a white guy. I don't get offended. We got brown guys, black guys, white guys. NAACP warns African-Americans, black people, to avoid going to Florida, saying the state has become openly hostile to black Americans, people of color, and the LGBTQ plus individuals. Hilarious. Advisory for Florida, and it's urging the black community to avoid visiting or moving to the Sunshine State. According to the statement, the advisory comes in direct response to Republican Governor Ron DeSantis's quote, aggressive attempts to erase black history. And it calls Florida openly hostile toward African-Americans, people of color, and the LGBTQ individuals. CNN has reached out to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. You know what's hilarious about this? NAACP warns black people to avoid going to Florida or moving to Florida because they, Florida hates black people. The chairman of the NAACP lives in Florida. Not a joke. The chairman of the NAACP lives in Florida. As do 5 million black people. <laughs> Oh, God. But let's be real. Chairman of the NAACP probably has five homes all across the country. Um, Got to get that BLM money so I can get five homes. And then we got the ACLU suing Florida over what they're calling a discriminatory property law that blocks immigrants from buying homes in much of the state. Uh, fun fact, though, this law in Florida targets non-U.S. citizens who are affiliated with foreign governments. That's it. If you're an immigrant that's a legal U.S. citizen, you can still buy a home. If you have no affiliation with foreign governments, you can still buy a home in Florida. This property law specifically targets non-U.S. citizens with ties to foreign governments. But the ACLU conveniently leaves that out of their little tweet thread here. When you look at their name, American Civil Liberties Union, shouldn't you be focusing, focusing on Americans? Not people who aren't Americans? Non-U.S. citizens? Huh? So, get wrecked, NAACP and ACLU. Let's go lick the world. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> Man. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Gotta respect Florida for triggering him that much. Although, DeSantis should stay governor of Florida. 
Florida needs DeSantis. The country needs Trump. You, you can wait four years, DeSantis. You can wait four years. All right, guys, a couple shout-outs. Thank you, Zeta Non. Thank you, Polly, for them gold pills and Foxhole. Thank you, Porpoiseful. Thank you, Unchained. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Kayla, for some D-Live tips. And Crystal Gem, appreciate you guys. And then the Rumble fam. Dealing with my highly inconsistent live stream times. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, tomorrow's stream will be at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. So that's going to be the new time. The new time is the old time for the streams. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I will be sure to be on time for them. We won't make it an ish. So, 7 p.m. Yeah, right? How many freaking people live in Florida at this point? Like, 20 million? Shit. 15? It's a lot. Do you even have space for more homes? It's insane. All the people moving there, but, huh. Can delicious. Thanks, brother. For that tip on Foxhole. Alright, guys, I'm gonna head out. See y'all tomorrow. We'll see what happens till then. 7 p.m. Eastern. Here on the channels for the Wednesday stream. And then um Badlands on Thursday. Knowledge based. It's gonna be a fun show with Justin. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. See you tomorrow.